Good afternoon, good afternoon, good afternoon, and welcome to the Rough Life Podcast, the R-U-F-F Life, where we continue to talk about self-care for black women and other things. Today, we want to talk about practicing yoga, um, hair, and burnout, all things we need to know about. So she starts with saying, yoga is an exercise that has one purpose, to heal our bodies. It is a series of movements and poses that work together to improve our strength, flexibility, and breathing. These three areas are a dynamic combination for maintaining our physical health. Begin your venture into a yoga practice by finding a studio to join. Most studios allow a free one-week trial. It might not be possible, but try to find a yoga place that feels inclusive. Sometimes yoga studios can feel like a place that only welcomes white women. So prepare yourself for this kind of environment, but don't let it stop you from participating. If going to a yoga studio is not your style, look for yoga instructors you can learn from online. There are many black yoga instructors out there who provide yoga with a suggested donation. Most importantly, Research and try all kinds of different yoga practices. Pursue yoga until you find one that works for you. Because the benefits of practicing yoga include lowering our risk of high blood pressure and heart disease, which tackles illnesses that impact impact black women at a higher rate. Additionally, yoga reduces physical, emotional, and emotional distress like body aches and depression including a regular yoga program or practice into your self-care routine will be good for your overall well-being. I've tried it, y'all. It does work. Be gentle with yourself as you practice yoga on your road to radical self-care. It can be challenging if if, if you are new to it. It can be challenging if you are new to it, as with anything. But the more you do yoga, the better you get at it, as is anything, okay? At the end of your exercise, you will become more self-aware. Yoga forces you to pay attention to your body and your breath. It reminds you to slow down and be kind to yourself. The stresses of the world will fade away once you hit the yoga mat. Inhale, exhale, and unwind. So y'all find y'all a place to uh, practice some yoga. Baby, it's going to stretch you out. And let me tell you, <clears throat> even if you're doing it at home, it's going to hurt at the beginning because you probably ain't been doing nothing. But it's a lot of stretching. So try to work it out. Okay. And we want to talk about, um, the second thing we want to talk about is resisting burnout. <clears throat> yeah, that could be one. Contrary to society's popular belief, life, life as a black woman does not always have to be associated with struggle. Yes, the environments we're in create situations where we are pushed into working harder than everyone else. However, <clears throat> that does not mean we have to buy into the belief that we must burn out to be valued. When we overwork our body by doing things like working after hours, we're not valuing our rest time. We're putting the needs of others before our own. It can be hard to shift from being a martyr for the sake of everyone else, but you can do it. 
Here are some tricks on how you can resist burnout. <clears throat> Y'all ready? Get an accountability partner. Yes, child, because let me tell y'all something. I have the story time. <laughs> I have two co-workers. They're my friends. Well, we were co-working together. Um, I'm no longer working. But we would join. We joined the, um, <laughs> first of all, we bought all these things to, you know, uh, wrap around our gut. We all wanted to lose some gut, right? And so then we went to the boxing. Well, I can't do the boxing because I have rheumatoids. So um, I was able to get out of that. And then we did something else. But everything we've done, (laughs) we have not held each other accountable accountable to those things. And so if you're going to get somebody, get somebody who ain't your friend. Okay, because sometimes your friends just want to do what you do. So get you an accountability partner. Um, have people in your circle whose opinion you trust and value. These are people you know. Uh, these are people who you are okay with calling you out on your BS. <laughs> so that um, when they tell you it's time to tap out, you step back. <clears throat> now, if you don't have no friends like that, call me. Great boundaries. Um Creating boundaries around the things you know you have a tendency to overextend yourself with. Ooh, when you're doing all that other stuff for people, you need to learn to say no. And don't bring work home. Allow home time to be for you and you alone. Leave your work at the office. Turn off your work phone. Place your work laptop in a room away from you. Now, a lot of people are working from home still. And so... Find you a place in the house that's just for your office and don't do anything else in there. Don't bring your work in your bedroom. That's all I'm saying. Rest when your body says so. This is the last one. If you're tired, do not fight it. Take that nap your body is calling for. As you work through resisting burnout, your body will thank you. You will reclaim your self-worth and relinquish the need to be validated by overworking yourself for another. This one is really important, resisting burnout, because people get so wrapped up in helping people that sometimes they don't know when they're burned out until they fall out. So resist your burnout by getting you an accountability partner, creating boundaries, don't bring work home, and rest when your body say no. When your body say so, not no. (laughs) Anyway, we got we to gotta make sure we do that. We got to make sure we do that. We got to take care of ourselves because if we don't take care of ourselves, how can we take care of everyone else? Okay? Let's talk about going to the hair salon. Take a break from being your own hairstylist. Praise God. And visit the hair salon. It is such a sacred place. It's where black women go to be pampered in peace and get some good gossip. Some of the best conversations happen when we're in our stylish chair. Before you head to the salon, accept that you might be there at least three hours. Child, I was going to say something if she didn't. Pack some snacks, drinks, and reading material. Embrace the wait because you already know you're going to be there. If you need to uh, get you something to eat, they don't care if you call DoorDash Mm -mm, at all. And this is especially at a braid salon. Okay, The hair salon is a place and space where we are figuratively and literally 
let our hair down. That's where we can do that. We get to be us without pressure to live up to any stereotypes. However, a trip to the hair salon can be also uh, be a laborious event. Girl, you already know. You get there on time for your appointment and it takes about an hour or two for you to actually be seen by your stylist. But once you're finally in the styling chair, you can enjoy the pampering and gather any hair advice from your stylist. You can apply at home. Yes, Jesus, because that, st- that style they give you, you, you can't recreate it sometimes. Some of us can't. So, you know, make sure we get with the, the stylist, right? Um, after you're done, be sure to book another appointment three to six months from that date because it's important to get regular trims. Treating yourself to a salon visit is the kind of self-care you require. You deserve to relax while someone else shows you your hair love. Now, let me tell y'all, she said everything already. You already know you're going to be in there for a little while. You bring your snack, bring your little donut to sit on, pillow, bring you something to drink, a big water bottle, a big whatever you go, plenty of ice, all that stuff. Bring your extra charger. Um, make sure you have your phone, your tablet, a book you're going to read. Uh, people, you can listen, your phone, stay on Facebook, do whatever you got to do to stay. Okay. I went and got my hair done. Um, and I have micro locks and I thought it was going to take 24 hours. Child was ready. I had my donut. I had all these things (laughs) and it didn't take as long. That's the benefit, right? Cause I didn't think, I thought it was going to be 24 hours. I was like, Ooh, I don't know if I can do this, but when you have rheumatoid and fibromyalgia, You have to do something. And so this is my last and final thing uh, I will have. I do love it. I don't have to do anything. I don't have to apply any product. I just put water on it, whether it's rose water, rice water, just that's it. And, And wash it. And it is lovely. So that's what I go to the hair salon for. And, you know, booking that, book it out, already book it out and plan for it. Um, but yeah, and you know what though, if if there's so much of that going on in the in the nail, I mean in the nail in the hair salon where it's just too long because I literally stopped going because of that. Um, tell that person like, hey, can I be the first one in? I love being the first one in because <laughs> I'm before everybody. Ain't no, I'm not waiting on nobody. I'm just there eating my breakfast and waiting on her to tell me to get in the chair. Okay. So listen, take care of ourselves, get some good exercise, some good yoga, practice the breathing, uh, resist burnout. Remember you being half full don't mean you need to give the other half away. Cause then you'll be empty. Fill up, fill up and resist burnout and go to the hair salon. If for nothing else, the culture. Good afternoon, y'all. I just had to stop and say, I'm bur- <laughs> I feel like I'm burnt out on this last yoga burnout in hair. As I was starting to end the podcast, my phone rang. And when it does that, it just stops. What? So I'm not going to start over. So what I'm going to say is, don't go around hurting anyone, not even yourself. This is Miss Rose signing out. Peace. <laughs>